You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters Vassard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Well, good afternoon and mid adieu a day to all of you friends and fans out there. This is A to the N to the G. You're listening to Your Credit Today, and I have some amazing information to share with you guys. As you know, they call me the real credit queen, and that's because I have an opinion. And people call me for my opinion all the time. And hey, guess what? I want to give you all my opinion today about what you should be doing about your credit cards. People are really afraid to make decisions about deferring their payments on their credit cards. And guys, I want to tell you, actually, you should be. We only have some information to go off of history from maybe 2008, 9-11, but let's just really talk about things. You know, unfortunately, we have no idea what's going to happen with the world and U.S. economy. Information is changing from one day to the next. And until we have a really good grasp on what's happening and things settle down, we really honestly won't know what's going to happen to this economy. And friends, unfortunately, the end is not in sight. But let me tell you something. What I've always told you is that banks are looking for relationships and they want to try to help us. Some banks are being very forgiving at this time, while others are doing the best that they can to serve their clients and don't just have enough programs just yet. Some banks require you to apply for COVID-19 forgiveness, which is, you know, showing proof of a drop in income that you've been furloughed, and others are just asking you to tell them what you really want. Some people want a drop in their interest rate. Some people want to defer their payments because their income has dropped or they've been furloughed. But the problem is, guys, is that this is all new. No one saw this coming. There was actually no preparation. And the banks have only really had about six to seven weeks to scramble and figure out what to do amidst the continued downward spiral. This is why I'm always cautious about doing things when there are no guarantees or strong possible outcomes when you're going to do something. The banks have, however, been bailed out a couple of weeks ago, and they have trillions of dollars to lend. However, we just don't know how they're going to lend that. I'm sure that they're going to come up with some guidelines, like maybe your past payment history with them, your FICO score. But honestly, friends, that remains to be seen. Let's talk about that history that I was saying. The only data that I really have to turn back to is 2008, like I said, and uh, 9-11. And that was a small infant in comparison to what we're kind of going through right now. So again, we have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. But in preparation of just having an understanding of what may be a low-risk to defer and what might be a high risk to defer. I wanted to talk about that. So let's talk about the low risk deferments right now. Well, right now we know that the IRS is doing everything that they can to help taxpayers. They're even they're even um, extending the tax extension date all the way to October of this year, not just for businesses, but also for personal tax returns as well. So we understand that installment plans with the IRS are low deferred payments. If you can't make the payments, the IRS is being understanding and they will defer your payments 
payments from what I'm told for up to four to six months. So make sure that you talk to your CPA or your tax advisor about this plan. Insurance. A lot of people are asking me, should I stop making my insurance payments to my life insurance? Should I stop making my payments for my health insurance? And the answer, my friends, is no. Do not stop making your payments. Do not defer those payments. You don't want to do that because you have no idea of the impact. And specifically with life insurance, the last thing you want to do is stop making your payments and lapse the policy and then unfortunately have to use the policy. The only insurance that you can ask for a deferment with would be your auto insurance. Obviously, a lot of us are staying at home, we're working from home, and the only insurance payment that I would say would be a low risk is to defer your auto insurance payment. The next one we'll talk about is department store cards, okay? These are guaranteed usually by major banks. So Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, Macy's, all of these different department store credit card companies. These are low risk. They are very understanding. They're very customer centric. And they want to see you continue to use their programs, their uh, coupons. They want you to continue to shop with them. So these companies are giving you any from a 30 to a 90 day deferment. There are no fees. Um, there's no thing, nothing attached. Okay. So if you have department store credit cards, you've been a customer for a super long time and you really, really need to have a deferment, then I would contact them. Now, let me dial this back for a minute and talk about the need. The thing is, friends, what I'm trying to help you see is that it's really important to only practice deferring something if you truly have the need. If you have not been furloughed, if you have not lost your job and you're still making the same amount of money, please, right now, it's very important to continue to make your payments because we have no idea if the banks will come back and ask for proof that you've been furloughed or proof that your income has dropped. And if you send them paycheck stubs or tax returns proving that your income never changed, that can be a problem. So again, let's only practice this in the event that we need it. So going back to department store credit cards, again, these are the credit card companies that are very customer-centric. They need our business and they are willing to play ball. The next thing let's talk about is healthcare cards. Your HSA account or uh, care credit. A lot of people use care credit for the dentist. There's a lot of third-party healthcare credit programs that... Uh, lot of people have, those are okay also, once again, to defer your payments on because there is no risk in you doing that. And a lot of these companies are very willing to do that for you. Medical bills, okay? If you're on a medical bill payment plan with a collection agency, if you're on a medical bill payment plan with a hospital, these are also things that you can ask for deferment on with no risk, absolutely no risk. Retail credit cards that are guaranteed by online banks. That's the next one. So your Amazon credit card, that's bank, that's backed by Synchrony Bank. Okay. Once again, a really, really stable company. As we know, they're doing the best right now, even in the pandemic. People are shopping on Amazon like they never have before. They were already a, a 
trillion dollar company. They're just going to continue to blow up. But hey, guess what? They are giving back to the community and they are giving back to you. So if you have questions, if you need deferment with your Amazon account or any other retail cards, let's say what's another retail card. So let's say that you had new cabinets put in your home. Okay. And you have a retail card with Wells Fargo. Same thing. Okay, you can have them defer your payments for up to 90 days in most cases. These are low risk because here's the thing. They're not going to come and take your cabinets. Okay, and if you had braces put in, they're not going to come and take your braces and they're willing to actually give you that deferment with no fees, no problems. So friends, again, these are the ones that are low risk. Now, the last one that I'm going to be talking about is federal student loans. Now, as you know, or if you've been following it, the CARES Act is being updated on a daily basis um, with consumer.gov. Okay, so if you're interested in knowing what's going on with everything concerning the CARES Act and what's going on with COVID-19, keep yourself up to date by going to that website. But student loans right now, federal student loans have some big forgiveness going on as well as deferment and forbearance. But each particular uh, company is giving you something different. So each lender, I should say, is giving you something different. You have to check with your lender, whether it's Navient or Nelnet or any one of the student loan companies. You have to check with them and see what they're willing to give. Now, again, these are only federal student loans. All of the private student loans are going to be different, and they're going to be case-by-case scenarios. If you have a child that was supposed to be graduating this year, like myself, from college, Um, Luckily, he was a full scholarship (laughs) kid. But if you have a child that was graduating from college and they were not a scholarship child and you have student loans on them and they are private student loans, you need to contact whatever school that is and try to work something out with them. Now, obviously, most of the time after you graduate, you don't have to start making any student loan payments for up to 16 months. But right now, a lot of private student loan companies companies are extending that for you. So it's really important. We've talked about this in past shows. If you don't have a plan, then what do you do? You're planning to fail. So friends, what am I trying to tell you to do right now? I'm giving you some really good tips and tricks and information for you to make a plan. So going to the high risk deferments. Now, friends, I don't want you to shoot the messenger. I just want you to think about this from a logical standpoint of view. What I believe are the high risk deferments are these three things. Okay. I'm sorry. These two things. I'm going to, I'm going to narrow it down to these two. The third one I'm going to throw away, but these two I'm going to say are the highest risk deferments, revolving credit cards, your visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. Okay. Now, why do I say that that's a high risk? At the end of the day, friends, we don't know what's going to happen to this economy. Like I said in the beginning of this, we don't know what's going to happen with the U.S. economy or the world economy. So banks are scrambling to try to figure out what they can do to help their clients and also to not be put in a detrimental situation. As we know, banks and financial institutions are always trying to mitigate risk at all 
possible. And the problem is, is that if you're coming to a credit card company and stating that I have been affected by COVID-19, I unfortunately cannot continue to make my credit card payments, you have to think of this from a logical standpoint of view. They are going to flag your account. Why is that? Because your income has changed and you may be in a position where you cannot continue to make that credit card payment. So going back to what I said before, again, friends, you only want to practice deferments in the event that you really need the deferment. You really need the break in making your payments. You don't want to take any risks of them closing your credit cards that you've created this amazing, beautiful credit history for all these years. Now, we also talked about a show a couple of weeks ago that if you are going to do this, it's very important that while you're on the phone with your credit card companies, that you're asking them, is this going to close my account? Are you going to cut my line of credit? Am I going to lose any of my rewards that I've created over the life of me having this credit card? You need to ask questions before you contact your credit card companies. Write down the questions that you have. These are all very important questions that you should have and make sure that you ask them to repeat it. Because like I've always said, they always have to say that their calls are being recorded and monitored for quality service. Okay, and the thing that we have to remember, friends, is that if we are told that they are not going to close our credit card, if we continue to make our payments after the deferment, then they have to follow up with that because they put it not in writing, but it is a verbal agreement. So again, friends, what I'm telling you is only if you have to defer your payments and you want to take the risk of losing those relationships and those credit card companies, then you should go ahead and do the deferments and or there are some other ways to do it. A lot of companies are getting rid of the interest as long as you make a full payment. So you can be making payments with no interest, let's say for 90 to 120 days. So these are the kinds of things that you want to write down. You want to write down these questions so that when you get on the phone with your credit card company, you know exactly what it is of the outcome that you're looking for, what you want, and you're making sure to repeat yourself. You're also writing down the name of the person that you're speaking to over the phone, the date that you've spoken uh, spoken to them, et cetera. You're asking for it in writing. You're asking them to send you an email about your conversation, et The last one I want to talk about is the future risk regarding mortgage forbearance, deferment, or modification. Again, friends, right now through the CARES Act, they cannot report you having any late payments between March 1st of 2020 and they've extended it to June 1st of 2020. So if you have made a late payment, fortunately, no banks or financial institutions can report that information to your credit history. However, if you exercise your right because you have been affected by COVID-19 and your income has dropped or you have been furloughed and you need assistance with your mortgage, FHA is giving up to six months with certain lenders, okay? A lot of banks are really trying to help you. But again, friends, what I want you to think about is the future risk regarding practicing this, regarding getting a forbearance or a deferment or a modification if you don't need it. 
What we know is that if you go to refinance at any time, what's going to happen when you go through the refinancing process is they are going to do what's called a verification of mortgage. Your new prospective lender that you're getting a refinance through is going to send that VOM verification of mortgage to your lender that you have right now. And that lender is required by law to give them the payment history that you've had with them since you've had the loan. If you have missed three to six months worth of payments, regardless of the situation, they have to report that information back to that new prospective lender. And that lender is going to want to see a copy of your tax returns, your bank statements, etc., to find out why you didn't make those six payments. So you see, friends, it's just making the waters muddy. And again, I want to make sure that you understand that this is my opinion Unfortunately, this is not fact right now because we have no idea what's going to happen. But friends and fans out there, again, what I want you to do is think about this situation from a common sense standpoint of view. If you don't need to take a forbearance, deferment, or modification on your loan right now, don't do it, okay? You don't want to risk the future of you being able to invest and being able to have a perfect mortgage credit history with your new uh, uh, potential lender, okay? So again, this is just my opinion. I have no idea what's going to happen in the future. The only thing that I have to lean back on is what happened in 2008. And a lot of people missed the opportunity for a two-year period to do any refinancing or buy a new home because they put their mortgages in modification, deferment, or forbearance. We don't know if they're going to follow this suit from 2008 going forward. It remains to be seen. But if you can make your payments, the other thing to remember is that you don't want to have a stall in payments if you can continue to make your payments anyways, because you're just putting off the inevitable. And what is that? Paying off your mortgage. And what is that, friends? That is the American dream, to pay off your mortgage and own a home free and clear. So again, just letting you guys know and bringing you up to date on COVID awareness and the CARES Act, credit reporting under the Federal CARES Act ensures that no creditor, bank, financial institution, or collection agency can report any delinquent payment or negative history between March 1st Uh, 2020 and June 1st of 2020. Listen, though, you have to remember if you have been previously delinquent before March 1st, that's not affected by this act. They can continue to report you as delinquent because it was not um, an effect of COVID-19 that you were delinquent. Okay, protection is offered concerning some federal student loans only. So again, please contact your lender, find out more about that, contact your private student loan lenders, find out more about that. And friends, the credit agencies are mandated right now to report accurately during COVID-19. So remember that the reporting information to your credit history is only temporary and where they cannot report any delinquent or negative payment history. Temporary, friends. So please be careful with your credit. It is the number one investment tool that you have. And we are going to have some great opportunities in the coming months to use our credit as that investment tool to build wealth. Hey, friends, this is A to the N to the G. You're listening to Your Credit Today, and I'm out.